Welcome to In Bed with Nikki. I am a phone sex operator and I have been in the business for 15 years. In the show, it's all about sex and fantasies that people have. Reading from my emails in the past to finding a few confessions online and getting some recent ones like I did in the last couple days. Together, we will explore experiences of everyday people like yourself. So I invite you to sit back, enjoy your favorite drink, and take a slow, sensual exploration of your deepest fantasies. So before I get started as usual, I have a shout out to do to two fellow podcasters with a promo. Um, this one is called Dead Time Stories. Sarah and Stephanie tell each other ghost stories about the locations that are possibly around you. Um, the feeling I got from this, it's really nice to see great friends telling each other ghost stories and other personal experiences. And actually, it was like watching, observing two best friends talking in, in their own little bubble. So it was quite nice and enjoyable to see if you like a little supernatural history and maybe learning new things about the areas around you, I suggest you give these ladies a try. Enjoy. Hey guys, I'm Sarah. And I'm Stephanie. And we're the hosts of Dead Time Stories. Dead Time Stories, with a Z, is a weekly podcast where we tell you stories of ghosts, hauntings, mysteries, conspiracies, the supernatural, paranormal, the generally eerie, spooky, and all around weird. If you like scary stories, witty banter, and classy broads, we're your ghouls. Gals. Gals. Some of our stories include Eastern State Penitentiary. No. And where is it? Is it? Is Does it sell No! <laughs> the Gettysburg Dime Museum. They were like, show starts at five, Mr. President. He was like, thank you, five. <laughs> no, 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 seven. He was like, thank you, five. <laughs> <laughs> Fort Mifflin. So the Americans burned down their own fort. They were like, oh, you, 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 want, this? you want this? Come Come and get welcome it. to Philly. <laughs> and more. New episodes are posted Thursdays at midnight on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. Listen and subscribe, rate and review today. Okay. So today we have a bunch of emails that were sent to me here recently actually yesterday, and some on Sunday, um, I figured I was just, I really like these. I actually had some laid out to explore, and, but some of these I just, I couldn't turn away. So I guess you could say next week's show is halfway written, which is good. <laughs> so the first one is a little embarrassing, and it got to, and a little funny, I guess. I, I would say it is funny. But for me, I, it got me thinking about confessions and telling the truth. And I have a story. Last year, I was on a cruise. And you meet so many different people, so many walks of life on cruises. It's a very interesting space. It's also the most relaxing thing, or one of the most relaxing things a person can do. And a bar's around every corner, so, you know, how what's a girl to complain? Anyway, I remember sitting at the bar, and we were talking, me and this, this guy, and 
we were hitting it off, learning very heavily, and finally, and I never do this, I don't know why, because I really don't care if you're genuine, great, but something just made me ask, and I asked him, I said, what do you do for a living? And he says, I never tell. And of course, that just, well, now you got to find out. I said, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what I do, because I never tell anybody I'm a phone sex operator. I make shit up all the time and, you know, wing it. And um, so I thought, what the hell? When I told him, well, I'm a phone sex operator. And he had this very, very mischievous grin on his face. And I thought, uh-oh, did I say something wrong? And he goes, I'm a priest. I said, the fuck you are. I, there's no fucking way you're a goddamn priest. He goes, no, I'm a priest. I said, fuck you. You're not a priest. There's no way you're a priest. He goes, yeah, seriously. The man was a priest. He pulls out his credit card. And it had the parish name on it. Pulled up the web address. There's his picture. And I said, fuck me, you're a priest. So by this time... I have dropped the F-bomb in front of a priest eight, nine times. Ten, probably. I wasn't really counting. So, <laughs> he said, uh, I never tell anybody because, you know, the obvious. You know, the church is bad or people want to confess to me. And, you know, and um, I said, so what do you tell them? He goes, I tell them I'm a real estate agent. He said, technically I can if we were in America. I could you know, sell you a house because I still have my license. Oh, uh -huh. he's like, well, fuck me, you're a priest. I could not stop dropping the goddamn F-bomb, I'm telling you. I was like, fuck, and he fuck, 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 over and over again. And the person I was with was like, really, you're dropping F-bombs and he's a priest and you keep dropping F-bombs and he's a priest. And <laughs> so I, we, we flirted and and we started talking about confessions. And I said, you know, Mr. Realtor, we both work in the industry of confessions. And it really just dawned on me that we really did just differently, where he may tell you one thing and I'm going to tell you, yeah, go suck that cock. Just make sure you swallow because that's what, you know, us kings do. <laughs> but the whole week... He would flirt, and it was fabulous. And no, I won't tell you his confessions, and they were very, very raunchy, dirty, and I loved every minute of it. I loved knowing that the man of cloth in which everybody, you know, assumes anyway, but he was good to hear. He was good to hear what he wanted. One night, I was at another bar, go figure, another bar, and I scare very easily. I don't have um, side vision very well and he tapped my shoulder and of course I went fuck me and he said tell you what you dumped the guy you're with tonight after he goes to sleep and come up to my cabin we'll see what happens and you know I, maybe a story for another day but you know <laughs> so I'm here to tell you at least there's one priest out there that is kinky as fuck and I absolutely loved seeing it. I will say that no rules were broken by him. 
maybe walked up to that line a little bit. I don't think we crossed it. I'm not a priest to say yay, nay, or whatever, but if he's listening, I remember you, think of you fondly, and thank you for the memories. Today we have an email from Robert. Robert's mishap. <laughs> it's not as cussworthy as mine, I will say that. It's about getting caught. I guess we all know that it's a mishap, so here we go. Dear Nikki, I was driving south to Daytona Beach for Bike Week. Bike Week is a week-long celebration of motorcycle enthusiasts in sunny Florida. I was traveling with a fellow biker named Kate. We were driving down from Virginia in a truck with my motorcycle on the trailer behind us. We were cruising along the interstate, enjoying the scenery and music on the radio, when Kate started getting frisky and restless. Kate is a tall, ebony beauty with soft, round breasts that were bouncing and jiggling with every bump in the road. I had been sneaking peeks of her cleavage for quite a few miles. The more I started, the harder her nipples became, and the gentle motion of the road almost became hypnotizing. Since she wasn't wearing a bra, I could easily make out the eraser-sized nipples that were taunting me. Of course, this had my manhood expanding my pants, and I'm pretty sure Kate noticed, because she seemed to be purposely jumping around in her seat to increase the jiggling and swaying of her big, soft tits. She asked me if I was enjoying the scenery, and I blushed but said it was gorgeous. She then proceeded to run her delicate fingers all up the swell of her breast in slow circles. She used the tip of her fingertips to lightly brush her nipples. I noticed her body jerk when she did this. All that action had my cock as hard as it could be, and I could reach down to adjust my painful erection. Kate surprised me by slapping my hand away, saying, That's my job. She then used her fingers to adjust the shaft so it lay elongated in my pant leg. She asked if that was better, and I said a little, but joked it could be better if it were free. Kate then leant over the seat and pulled the zipper down to allow some more room down there. Even that little bit helped, but it was clear that still wasn't enough room for my hard cock. Now, I'm not in porn star endowed, but I am really nice sized and fairly thick with a big mushroom head. I almost always go commando, so Kate's actions was also causing a wet spot to appear on my pants. I have always been easy to arouse to the hardness, and when that happens, there's always a heavy amount of precum that flows over my shaft. Kate was enjoying my predicament, and she used her fingers to rub a little wet spot, causing it to grow bigger. With all of this causing moans to escape me as she played and manipulated my trap cock. Thankfully, she finally pulled it free and let out into the open air. She sucked me by leaning down for a long lick of the big head, scooping some of the pearly liquid onto her tongue. This caused the truck to swerve a little, but I kept it safely under control. She came up and kissed me 
and asked if I wanted her to keep going. I didn't think it was the safest thing in the world, but what guy's going to turn down a sexy set of lips milking his cock? Kate laid on the seat and proceeded to do her magic on my cock as we drove along. I kept my driving in check as best as I could as her lips slid up and down on my shaft. The feeling was exquisite as her mouth descended slowly as her tongue traced every bump, ridge, and vein of my cock. Then she would suck it in hard as her mouth raised up the shaft. Every wet motion of her mouth caused incredible sensations that were bringing me closer and closer to coming. As I felt her mouth descend and my hips involuntary thrust up to beat her, my concentration on driving became more difficult. As I struggled to maintain composure of my driving while this vixen's tongue was massaging my shaft, I noticed a police cruiser behind us. I froze in shock. Kate, of course, continued to make love to my manhood. She was happily slurping and sucking, trying to finish me off. I tried to gently push her on the head merely to keep the cops noticing her head bobbing in my lap. Kate, however, took it as a sign of the encouragement and moaned around my shaft and sucked harder. This had the desired result, as I soon was rocketing towards orgasm. I was mumbling incoherently, trying to get her to stop. But again, she doubled her efforts. I'm going to come, I yelled. With that, she buried my cock in her mouth, as incredible pleasure took over me, and my cock exploded in her mouth. I felt each pleasurable jolt as my cock throbbed with each pulse of cum into Kate's mouth. Over and over I jerked with pleasure. Just as the last spurts filled her mouth, I heard the bleep bleep of the siren and saw the flashing lights. My heart sank and my cock started to go soft. Kate jerked her head up and looked out the back and started laughing, <laughs> probably as I'm doing right now. I pulled to the side and tried to get my pants adjusted. Kate had a major case of the giggles, and I tried to shush her. As I tried to warn her to wipe her mouth, the cop was at my window. Luckily, he was in a good mood and just gave us a warning and suggested we pull over next time, which we did. 20 minutes later, but that's another story, Robert. <laughs> oh my God, could you imagine? I can honestly say I've done it in some very risky places, Carhead. And maybe this is a story for another day, but I did get caught. Not like that, but I did get caught. So if you want to hear that story, I would love for you to reach out to me and let me know. But I'll probably include it anyway somewhere down the line. But yes. Wow, Robert. <laughs> I want to hear what happened 20 minutes later. What about you? Mm, did you please tell me, you, you, know, you know, bent her over your trailer or something and fucked her so hard, you know, as a something, eat her out, 
made her come six times or maybe edged her for not listening and stopping and being the bratty little angel that sounds like she was. I'd love to know Roberts. The next one comes from Jim, and it's a first-time story. I don't think I've ever read a first-time story about exploring his sex. There's nothing sexier than someone willing to explore, in my opinion. Someone, I always explain it to like this, is it's like someone giving you something um, that you're eating. And you normally would turn it down, but you were raised correctly, and you always try something because you never know if you're going to like it. And he ended up loving it. So I think that's a spectacular thing. So here it goes. Dear Nikki, back in high school, my best friend was a year older, head taller, and about 20 pounds heavier. One night, our parents were all out of town. We were staying alone at his house. Back in the day, there was professional wrestling on the local TV channel. We were done watching, and my best friend suggested we wrestle. I agreed and stripped down to my briefs. We wrestled and had a lot of fun. I was ready to quit because I was tired, and he talked me into one more match, and I agreed. Finally, he pinned me down and wouldn't let me up. The more I struggled and tried, he proceeded to caress my inner thigh. I got hard. The more he caressed, the harder I got. I tried to get him to let me go, but he wouldn't. He pushed my briefs down and began to stroke my erection. The more I struggled, the more he stroked. Finally, so aroused, I finally gave in. He continued to stroke me, and I tried my hardest not to. I thought about baseball, football, schoolwork whatever that would keep me from coming and last longer. He told me to relax and just let it happen. I was too tired. I surrendered, and it didn't take me long at all to kindly come. It felt so good as I shot squirt after squirt on my chin, chest, and stomach. Once I was finished, he let me go dropped his briefs, and said it was my turn. I began to stroke him. Soon he shot his load all over. We cleaned up, and that was the first of many sexy times together. I would, I did it over and over with him. Jim. Well, Jim, it sounds like you had a very fun and reluctant experience at first, but I'm glad it turned into a very joyable and memorable moment for you. Very sexy that you took that plunge and tried. I'm impressed. This next one is from a man named Henry, and I connected with this one because it is a lot of things I hear about from the men that call me on a daily basis, it's a very common thing, especially with what's going on right now. You would think that couples would be open and exploring and playing spin the bottle in a very dirty way or or doing chore swapping. And if you're not familiar with chore swapping, as chore swapping is when you go up to your partner and say, if you'll do the laundry, I will suck your cock. So it's like... 
sex, trading sex for the least favorite chore that you want to do. Um, I think that's a brilliant idea. Um, anybody want to try? I hate my laundry. <laughs> Dear Nikki, I'm 60 years old, male. I'm married and my wife has no sexual interest other than to lay on her back, spread her legs, and say, get it over. I love anal. I masturbate about five times a week. Over time, masturbation has gone to different levels. Fucking my own ass started with a small butt plug. I have gotten able to take and ride a nine-inch dildo, which feels so fucking fantastic. I just like riding on it. I put a pair of my nipple clamps. I put them on and enjoy the beautiful pain from them and slowly rub myself. I want the pleasure to last as long as possible. I really don't even care if I don't come. I just want to last an hour with my dick dripping. My one and only fantasy is to have a woman use a strap on and peg my ass for me. I have thought about getting a monkey chair to fuck myself but I have no place to hide it from my wife, Henry. Well, Henry, I am very sorry. She has no interest. I have no idea about the two of you, but hopefully maybe she would be open to exploration. It would be my one thing that I would wish for you. But I will be honest, I had to look up monkey chair and what I found was a monkey rocker, so I hope this was right. Um, th think of it like this. It's um, the the seesaw horses that um, you used to ride, like the rocking horse, I guess is the word I'm looking at. Um, instead of that, it's a glider. The ones I've seen are gliders, I guess, and they also had the rockers. So the gliders, you, you would, you know, use your arms and lean forward, and the, that's when the penetration would begin with the dildo I yeah sign me up um I definitely couldn't take a nine inch in my ass for god's sake but you know maybe slamming it I don't even think I could slam it into my pussy could you imagine your your pussy vagina cunt whatever you want to call it in this nine inch dildo sliding in and out yeah I definitely would have to um, well I'm Niagara Falls when I'm aroused so I would need much lube so now that we have brought out the monkey rocker and nipple clamps I thought we might delve into something kinky and sensual and very 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 fucking wild I wanted to end I want to end on this. This, yeah, caught my attention. I I haven't done some of the things in it, but the way he described it, again, I was really raising my hand, the, the over-eager person, in, you know, in the front of the class. Me, 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 pick me. Yeah, that was, that was me. I don't know if I could do some of the things, but definitely willing to try at least once. Dear Nikki, my sexual confession involves a long-term relationship I had with a wonderful woman. She got married recently, having reconnected with her old high school boyfriend at the reunion. 
Valerie and I had a firm Friday night date every week. It started with me pleasuring her with sexy, tight rear and then licking her there. She would moan and scream and had the most wonderful orgasms. From that point, she was always wanted it every week. So I told her what needed to happen if she wanted it weekly. First, she would get naked after we had cocktails and hors d'oeuvres. I had a closet full of paddles, and she must choose one, preferably a wooden. Then she must assume the position, kneeling on my cedar chest at the foot of my bed, facing the headboard, with her elbows on the bed and legs spread. I then began spanking her, fingering her pussy, and telling her what a slut whore she was for wanting ass-licking. This went on until her ass was red for my liking. Next, I massaged some soothing lotion on her rear to help ease the pain. The night was young, and she had already had a few orgasms from the spanking and the fingering. I then filled an enema bag with four quarts of warm water, had her lay on her left side, and then put one foot on the other to allow me to access her sexy hole. I put some edible jelly on the enema tube and slowly slid it in, and then released the enema valve. The water flow in her stomach was cramping, so I stopped and rubbed her belly until it went away. It took five minutes or so with for all four quarts. Next, I slid a large jeweled butt plug in her so the fluids would not leak. Then I laid on my back and had her pull off my underwear and suck my already hard cock. She was a great cocksucker. One of the five reasons I chose her for my lover. After a few minutes, I could feel myself getting ready. I told her to stop as my balls were swollen and ready for release. She told me she needed to go to the bathroom, and I told her it was not time yet. Hold it until you ask me respectfully, and then I might give you permission. I had her lay on the back and spread her legs for me. She was very wet for my fingering. I'm an expert at oral, too. So I went down on her, pleasured her warm, wet lips with my tongue, moving it all over my pussy, and also sucking on her large, swollen clit. She moaned as she came again and again. May I please go to the bathroom, she asked. I told her, no, you're not ready. So I massaged her 36 D tits and pulled and pinched her nipples as I was licking her pussy. Her voice changed and her moaning changed. It had been about 15 to 20 minutes of continuous sex. I knew she was ready. So I told her to crawl to the nearby bathroom. I had her bend over, remove the plug, and she sat down on the toilet and flowed all of the enema fluids out as I held her hand. I then left to draw warm water in my jacuzzi built for two in my private apartment. She wiped off, joined me for wine and some cocktails, her choice, in the bathtub. We relaxed by candlelight for ten minutes. Then we both got out, tiled off, and went into my big, king-sized, four-poster bed with flannel linen on. 
It did not take long before she either got on top of me, facing my feet, and sat on my face. I licked her pussy, and she gave me a hand job. Every so often, she'd move to allow me access to her now clean, tight rear, and I gladly licked her to many orgasms. When I could stand it no longer, I got her off of me and started calling her names like a slut and whore and cunt. I always did this when I was ready to come, and she loved it. I put her on her back with the pillow under her hips, slid my cock in her pussy, and started her giving a good in and out fucking. I was getting close. I pulled out, found her ass, put some edible jelly on it, and slowly pushed my very hard hung cock in her ass. We moved together, and she moaned, Fuck my tight ass, you stud, and give it to me, baby. Things like that. Fill my butt with your sperm. That did it for me, and I would always flow a huge load of sperm in her sexy rear. I eventually pulled out, got into a spooning position, slid my still hard dick between her legs, and cuddled with her, putting my hands on her big sexy tits. The fluids from her pussy and ass dripped all over my cock. We slept. We always got up Saturday morning and took a shower together, playing with each other in the shower, but not fucking. We both knew that we had to wait until our dress-up Saturday night cocktails and dinner and dancing. The waiting, the dancing, and the teasing had us both ready for a good fucking when we got home. So that is my story. Next week, it was my week to get the anima in the spanking, and she strapped on a dildo and did me. We both would start texting each other on Monday, talking about next Saturday night dinner plans, and how we would dress, whether to wear undies or not. We also wrote a lot about the coming Friday. We saw each other and had wonderful sex and masturbation sessions until Wednesday night, then no masturbating or sex until Friday. It was wonderful. Too fast from sex, and we were both ready to make love, not just sex. I miss her so much. Thomas. Wow, Thomas. That was amazing. I love that you two had that relationship, however long it may have lasted. It sounded like you both could switch and take care of each other in very fascinating and sexy ways. Using the words sometimes of cunt pussy um, can be very derogatory to some women and in a sexual encounter, as long as both people are okay with it, I don't see a problem with it. Um, matter of fact, the dirtier sometimes it is, being called a slut, whore, cunt, it can just ratchet up that sex. And I get that. Um, teasing her. Now look at you. You teased her and she begged. Oh my gosh, have you? My question is out there. Have you ever begged for your lover? Have you ever looked at them and say, I'm hungry. 
and if you listen to my last episode, you'll really realize what horn gray means. I mean, it's kind of like um, hangry, but horn gray, you know, you're horny and angry. I get that way. I'm guessing some of you do, but have you really just said, I need to fuck? Just bend me over, pull my hair, and fuck the shit out of me. I need you in my pussy. I need you in my ass. Can I suck your cock? Can I swallow your cum? Can I lick your balls? All of that and begging and sometimes told no can be the sexiest thing if they make you wait. Well, I think that is a very, very sexy thing to end on. At least I think so. Again, if you have any confessions you'd like to give me, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. <laughs> Dear Nikki, N-I-K-K-I-162 at gmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter at D Nikki N-I-K-K-I-162. And today I'm going to end with a different closing. I thought this would be appropriate today. If you fucked me all night, would you eat me for breakfast in the morning? Hmm. Curious to know. Have a great day. Bye.